Blog Talk Radio. Expressed on the Secret to Everything are not necessarily those of the host, the co-host, or our guest. All medical information given is for informational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose any disease or condition. Please see your medical doctor or qualified health practitioner if you have any further questions. And as always, thank you for listening. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, N.D., C.N.H., is the best-selling author of the ebook The Secret to Everything, Manifesting the Life You Desire, now. Available on Amazon. She has practiced naturopathic medicine for over 20 years. She is a gifted intuitive, medium, empath, paranormal investigator, and remote viewer. She travels and gives classes and lectures across the country, as well as taking limited private clients. Trained in many modalities of healing, Dr. Kimberly has been practicing energy healing exclusively for the last 10 years. Dr. Kimberly has the ability to raise your vibration in person or long distance, and as a result, change everything in your life for the better, forever. A gifted transformationalist, she has developed TEB, or Transformational Energy Balancing, in order to facilitate permanent and rapid healing in her clients. Her desire is to be your last healer. And now, the host of The Secret to Everything, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, N.D., C.N.H., is the best-selling author of the ebook The Secret to Everything, Manifesting the Life You Desire, now. Available on Amazon. She has practiced naturopathic medicine for over 20 years. She is a gifted intuitive, medium, empath, paranormal investigator, and remote viewer. She travels and gives classes and lectures across the country, as well as taking limited private clients. Trained in many modalities of healing, Dr. Kimberly has been practicing energy healing exclusively for the last 10 years. Dr. Kimberly has the ability to raise your vibration in person or long distance, and as a result, change everything in your life for the better, forever. A gifted transformationalist, she has developed TEB, or Transformational Energy Balancing, in order to facilitate permanent and rapid healing in her clients. Her desire is to be your last healer. And now, the host of The Secret to Everything, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge.
Good Wednesday evening, everyone. And I like to say the only thing better than being intro <laughs> once is being intro twice. So sorry about that. I got kicked off of Skype, which has been a habit the past couple weeks. I had to call in on my cell phone, which kind of goes with crazy energy. So we'll see how we do. But I'm really excited about our show tonight. We have an amazing guest, Robert Manny, and he's going to be talking about the guy's guy, which is kind of a tongue twister. The guy's guy's guys to love. There, I got it out. So I'm going to, um, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, first, I'm going to introduce my lovely co-host, which my first co-host is, whatever that sound is, not quite sure what that is, but my first lovely co-host that we have tonight, or this evening, is our old friend, Walt. Are you there, Walt? Yes, not that old, though. <laughs> Older than me. Not, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. My soul, I have an old soul, I think, but not not a um I still feel young. <laughs> well, that's good. That's that's important. Yeah. How are you yeah. How are you this week? Uh, I'm doing well. Busy busy mm-hmm. as always, but doing well. Okay. Um I'd like to introduce a new co-host to the Secret to Everything and this is hopefully, hold on a minute, I'm trying to figure out which is our guest and which is uh, Trinity. Um, I think that's, Trinity, is this you? I don't know, is this me? Oh, good. <laughs> All right, here's Miss, Miss, I'll say Miss, Miss Trinity Houston is going to help us out tonight. <laughs> so welcome to the show. So I think we're all Still together. I, I don't I always get thrown at the beginning of the show when I get kicked off and then I can't hear anything. And then uh, are you guys still getting shows or are we good to go? It just means it's going to be a great show, that's all. Oh, there! I knew there was a reason I I hired you on. (laughs) (laughs) It always works that way. (laughs) Well, I am really excited about our guests. And like I said, we'll get to... um, Kim in a minute, and I know I, I sent you guys a show outline, but I don't even remember what it said. I wanted to talk really briefly about something I'm really um, passionate and excited about and right in the middle of, and actually uh, Trinity knows a, a thing or two about this as well, but this is actually your very last chance, and my daughter who runs my customer service is going to kill me, but, you know, it's my company, so I'm doing it anyway. But this is your very, very last chance to get in on one of the most exciting things. I think it is the most exciting program I have ever done, and it's our 21-day Frequency Master program. And so since you guys are coming in late, I know some of you are going to join, I am going to knock $50 off the price. So you're going to need to write us either through our web form on the website, KimberlyMcGeorge.com, or you're going to need to write support um, at KimberlyMcGeorge.com to get in. But I wanted to read a testimonial, and we'll be playing an MP3 later um, that we are running right now, and maybe Trinity has some thoughts about it as well. But I just got this right before we came on the air, and I was pretty excited about it. Now, we've only been going since, and I don't know what day it is. I'm kind of not with days half the time, but I think we've only been going not even, let me look at my calendar. Not even a week. Yeah, not even a week. And so here's just one. There's a number of people in here, and here's one of the testimonies that I just got in. She said, um, and we'll talk about some of the components in a second, but uh, this lovely young lady, I don't have permission to use her name or I would, but um, 
She said, so far for starting this program, a few things have shifted for me. These include increased energy, increased clarity, decreased tenseness, increased hope, increased focus, increased confidence, increased faith in God, a new and very pleasant job. I am experiencing greater release from previous romantic relationships, greater self-control, I don't find myself being triggered, even on an internal level, that triggers are not causing a stir in me quickly. I feel more stable, more in control of my outcome, less afraid to let go of all my previous reference points about who I am, and increased perspective on my timeline. And I have spontaneously given up coffee with no negative side effects. I'll keep you posted. And I'm like, wow, that's a good testimonial for the program. (laughs) What did you say? Well, you know, what's amazing is that that's, that's what everybody's saying in, when you're in that group and you're able to see what other people are talking about. I mean, that's what's going on, and it, it's been so powerful. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be able to be in it. And um, just what she's saying, I think that is across the group. Um, it's, just, it's an amazing shift in what's happening. It's one of the most powerful things I've ever been a part of. And like I said, it is the most, one of the most powerful things, you know, I've ever done. And I think you're being a little modest because Trinity actually came on and, you know, contributed to one of the calls that we did. And I'll tell you a little bit about what you get in this, uh, and then we'll move on to some other things. But um, she came on and contributed to one of the calls, and she was very much a huge um, mover and shaker and created a lot of space for people to be vulnerable and uh, really helped facilitate the work that we're doing. So don't be modest, Trinity. You're you're definitely part of part of all of this, and, and that's what I love. You know. You know what, Dr. Kim? I think that's one of the things that's really nice about what you do, and different than a lot of other people, is you actually do create that space, and and this spontaneous healing also comes about because by just creating that space and everyone being there and being open to that type of expansion, it's amazing what happens spontaneously. And even me, somebody who has, you know, I've worked through a lot of things and just really kind of coming into my own understanding of who I am, uh, this program has actually brought up a lot for me. Um, Some things that I've had to kind of face, but in in just such a beautiful way. It It really truly is, when it says transformation, that's what it is. And it's exciting to see people at all different levels and all different places be able to come together and uh, that that energy between everyone kind of helps that spontaneity. And you're, I just see you as a master of being able to create those spaces. Uh, and not everyone's able to do that. So, I, so you don't be modest either, my dear. <laughs> Oh, you're so sweet. Well, one of the things Trinity is referring to is we have a very secret, it's so funny I say secret, secret everything, very secret and private online membership group. And and you really do have an opportunity to network and to share and to be vulnerable, and it is a very safe space. And also I am doing general frequency transmissions at 9 a.m. and 8 p.m. every day, and you just have to be open to receive that. So I think that's part of what helps kind of facilitate that space you were talking about. And then yes. every day we, we send out specifics. Sometimes we send out one, sometimes we send out two. Us maybe sending out more and more. I just don't want to bury you guys. But really there's a lot of stuff that comes up for the group. Like um, today, I'm trying to think, what, what did we send out today? Oh, I sent out, 
we've sent out just something different because everyone's been kind of releasing and stirred up and crying, and I thought we'll take a little bit of a break from that, and we actually sent out some um, light frequency tracks. We sent out some UV light, and we sent out some infrared, and, and I supported that with some other things, but just kind of some healing light, you know, to kind of calm down and, and heal kind of up the energy because it's been a little tumultuous the past couple of days. But we also have these beautiful calls, and, and they start out as teaching calls, and I think, you know, things are coming in to share, and then all of a sudden everybody's sharing with me, and I'm learning just as much as everybody else, so it's really magical. And then if you get in now, you still have people's favorite calls are like the two-and-a-half-hour Q&A calls, because you get to I'll actually do readings, you can get personal, you can get general, whatever you'd like to talk about, and then 24-7 uh, access to my personal email. And then lots of other bonuses. Um, it's just really hard to really, I can't even, I don't really have the words to describe this group. It's so special and it's so dynamic. So if you want to get in on that, um, you, can, you can, like I said, get a hold of us. Um, and if you want to read about it, it is on the website. So is anything coming up for you that you want to share before we go to our first break and then get back to our guest, Trinity? Do you have anything you'd like to share? Um, just uh, going back to that group just for a moment. Um, what I feel being in that and as you're describing, because it, it kind of is hard to describe because it's very, it's multidimensional in a way because it is dealing with listening on a call, all of us coming together, being able to ask very specific questions. But then there's this, I, I like to call it the super secret <laughs> Facebook group because it's a place to be incredibly vulnerable. And and honestly, I had not experienced a lot of the, the the tracks that you would send, the frequency tracks, and they are just so powerful. And I'm, that's that's a new thing for me that, uh, boy, I'm that is something that I'm going to continue to do for the rest of my life because it's just such a powerful way where my it kind of bypasses all of my brain activity of asking all the questions and everything, and it just goes straight to my frequency and it goes straight into me um and like just like the that testimonial says all of a sudden things change even with me and i haven't even shared this with you dr kim is that even with me uh i i've changed a lot of my habits i I don't want to drink certain things that I, i never really had sugar but i don't even want to drink sodas now it's almost like everything that i'm deciding to put into my body i stop and i think about it a lot more than I did before, and it's it's like my body is just so sacred, and so um, it's just really beautiful. So I do encourage. And wow, fifty dollars off—that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. And I know that you have something coming up this weekend uh, where people can call and ask questions, and that's really powerful because they really get you one on one, and then the rest of the group also gets to experience that. So. Um, I, I definitely uh, encourage people. For me, this has been really powerful. It's a great, great group. Oh, you're so sweet. You know what's funny is I go, I come in, you know, with you alongside of you, and um, but and I always kind of hope that things don't change, like certain things don't change. But I find it really interesting that you specifically mentioned, you know, like well, I drink Coke, you know, and all of a sudden. I just told the girls a couple days ago, I said, I can't do it anymore. I said, you're not drinking Coke, the poor thing. I said, we're not buying any more Coke. You know, we only used it as a treat, Trinity. Like, it wasn't, like, a huge thing in our house. But I can't even do that anymore. And 
stuff like that's really surprising me because I'm exposed so much to these, you know, in everybody's personal checks. I forgot to tell you guys, you get to pick five things that you want to change or shift in your life, and you get a personal track made for you, just for you. And so I'm making all those, and then I'm putting together all these other ones, and it's like all this weird stuff's happening for me, too, which I'll share more of, but it's so funny you said that because that's one of the things that specifically came up for me also was there's certain things that I don't want to drink anymore. It's just really weird. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, I mean, it's really powerful. It's like it, it, it's some way that as you start to vibrate at that higher frequency that anything that isn't in alignment, it starts to be difficult to participate in anymore. And that, that's not just for physical things. It's also, you know, mental or spiritual or, or things around. Um, and, you know, and I just find myself I've been more organized more in tune, um, I'm willing to deal with some of those hard things that I might have put off before or procrastinated with. It's just very, very interesting uh, to me. And you know what? Sometimes when those things happen, you think, oh, I wonder, I must just be on today. But then when you go and you see all of those people in the group are experiencing similar things, you realize, whoa, this is something really powerful, really powerful. It is. It's phenomenal, and in part due to, you know, amazing people like you. So I really appreciate you being in. You're a huge uh, contributor, and you've already, you know, made a difference in a lot of people's lives. So um, thank you. And so we're going to head on to the commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Robert Manning. He is the author of The Guys. I swear he made this just uh, to make me sound like crazy when I saw it. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you say this like three times fast. I swear, Trinity, before the show is over. But the guys, guys, guys to love. So we will be talking to him about that. And if you would like to call in and uh, talk to any of us or speak to Robert, ask him a question about dating or marriage or love or yes, we will say it. I'll say sex, but we'll keep it a little PG. Um, you can call three four seven five two nine five two seven. And we will be back in a few minutes with Robert Annie. Damn girl, I didn't know you'd be here. Been a while. It's so good to see you rolling in here, ready to rock, standing there, sipping that shiny box. We're picking up. Right where we left off last time I'll drop a quarter in that jukebox If you'll dance away You know I like In and out of that neon light And if I kiss you up against the wall It ain't my fault Cause I can't turn it off, turn it off, turn it off The way you turn it Turn it on, turn it on, turn it on Girl, I'll admit right now I'm just about halfway gone Baby, you can do no wrong Got all of my attention Just let me know when you're ready 
are back, and I believe Walt's going to give us a little bit of background on our guest, Robert Manny, and we'll be bringing him on in just a couple minutes. If you'd like to come on and talk to Robert or any of us about the subject, the guys, guys, oh, I cannot say this. I'm going to make, I swear I'm going to make Trinity say it, or Walt say it. The guys, guys, I'm even looking at the book, and I'm still having problems. Guys, guys, guys to love. But at least it's super memorable, and it's really an awesome book. So we're going to be discussing that and talking to Robert about his life and all sorts of amazing things. But if you'd like to join the conversation, call in 347-539-5277. We are live right now. But, Walt, if you'd like to introduce uh, Robert, please go ahead. All righty. Um, yes, Robert is the author of The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. Wasn't that hard, Dr. Kim? <laughs> um, a novel called The... <laughs> A novel called The Men's Successor to Sex and the City. He is a featured blog talk radio host of Guy's Guy Radio, a weekly call-in podcast available also on iTunes with interviews with uh, uh, relationship experts, entertainers, writers, and sports personalities. Robert is also a contributor to ABC Radio's Men's Life with Slacker.com. Okay. And he also has well, a, a website, robertmanny.com. If you'd like to uh, check him out on his website, I was on it, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah, did you talk about his – I think he has a blog talk radio show. Did you talk about his radio yes. show? Yes, he has oh, okay. a blog talk radio show. Um, and he also has uh, – he also features a syndicated blog on life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. He also has media uh, appearances, videos, and news. He is also a regular contributor for the Huffington Post – Gal Time, Straight Up Love, Cupid's Pulse, and No More TV. And he also, you can also find him on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Goodreads. And he, there's also a Sizzle Reel uh, brand video that's available on Guy's Guy brand video. <laughs> oh, you almost had trouble. Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> How are you? Hello, hello there. Hi, everybody. Hi, uh, Dr. Kim. Hi, Rolf. And uh, hi, um, Trinity. How you doing? You got it. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I've been enjoying listening to the three of you hear banter. It's hilarious. <laughs> you should hear us before co-host. It gets really, really crazy then. Sometimes uh, the guest is like, why am I on? <laughs> but, um, we try not to do that anymore, right, Rolf? <laughs> we try to be right. a little more consistent. You are so talented, Mr. Manny. I, I was almost going to say to Walt, why don't you just tell us what um, Robert hasn't done? I think that would be a little shorter. <laughs> yeah. You are really doing it all, and you have really done it all. So I'm going to start off with a question. And okay. And um, the question is, why this book now? And by now I mean, obviously, when, when you wrote it. Um, why this book now? Okay, that's a that's a great question, and it's really you know I asked myself like what what hap- what's happened to men, and um, you know men have this is a time where men have never been more free to be whoever they want, yet it's never been less clear who they are. It's really a special time for men. As women blaze a path of achievement and recognition, a lot of men are falling behind. You look at young men, they don't have role models. You look at what's going on, you see Floyd Mayweather, Tom Brady, Manny Pacquiao. They don't have people to look to look up to right now. 
their identity for young guys it falls somewhere between the MMA and manscaping. They're a little bit lost. Middle-aged men, uh, they're risking becoming irrelevant, and uh, they need to be re-emancipated because they're really not uh, adapting to all of the changes. But there is an opportunity there. So I thought if I can use the power of story to, to build a brand platform, if you will, that bridges the chasm of communication between the sexes while providing content that educates women about men's potential and their relevancy and also provides insights and guidance so men can be their very best, then I can be entertaining people as well as helping them. So I developed this notion of a guy's guy who was really a contemporary version of a man's man with a key difference. Uh, a guy's guy celebrates women's ascent and sees it as a win-win situation for everybody. And um, so I decided to use the platform of a novel. My background's in marketing and advertising. So I had written an earlier novel that I was kind of my practice novel, and I shopped it out, and then I kind of put it aside and realized how I really had to do it. And I went back and wrote The Guy's Guy's Guy to Love. And it's really about two men competing for love, sex, power, and money in, uh, on Madison Avenue in contemporary time and there's a lot of uh, powerful female characters and it's you know I wanted to make a book that's a lot of fun but was about something so it's like a rom-com with a message um, sex in the city comes to mind for a lot of people when they read it but a male point of view the difference is you know men don't sit around drinking cosmopolitans talking about women we behave a little bit differently so when you say a men's when people say a male version of sex in the city it's it's the male version, so things are different. So sorry for the long answer, but that was kind of the genesis of the big picture behind the Guy's Guy platform and why I started building this to help people with a novel. Hey, Robert, I really love it. Kind of like a really marketing where you kind of find a need and you fill it. Um, and that's what, of course, real successful companies do. But I love how you transferred what you do as your job and kind of uh, did that with a book. And, uh, wow, um, it's, it's, uh, I think a lot of people look at this. Uh, you know, a lot of books are made for women. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of women uh, will go and read those books, and um, you don't get a lot of men doing it from this uh, perspective. So I, I love that. I love that. Uh, you know, it's been a little bit of a, uh, you know, when you go the contrarian route, you have some people who see it as a breakthrough, and you have other people who don't see how things can be any different. So what I attempted to do was develop a, put the book together that had uh, appeal for both men and women. So women would get kind of a peek under the tent into how men really think. Uh, the honest truth about that. And you know what? The truth isn't that bad. Um, and then for men, they would finally get a, a, a book about what's going on with them in today's world that's honest and it's really about them and their strengths and vulnerabilities and uh, make them laugh along the way. And as a result of it, I've gotten really across the board fantastic reviews. Um, my team and I have kind of managed the book's rollout very carefully. And I've you know, just you have to give brands, uh, brands have a life of their own. So the novel came out and, uh, you know, people love it. And I've now developed the Guys Guys Radio, which started with uh, relationships because I had a lot of media appearances and people asked me about 
uh, dating. And I was on TV a number of times, and uh, invariably the questions were about, you know, men's advice for women or for guys about relationships. And I'm, you know, I'm I, I got married later in life, and I don't consider myself an expert, but I do have experience. So I figured, you know what, if that's what they're asking, I'll I'll go with that platform. It's been pretty successful, and from there. Um, just the universe, if you will, has sent me a lot of uh, guests, and I've expanded the brand, if you will, to um, life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. So my weekly blog on my website, robertmanny.com, I take on any topic that's about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness, and as a result, the guests on my radio podcast on Blog Talk Radio, Guys Guys Radio, include metaphysical authors, uh, spiritual people, uh, teachers, um, spiritual teachers, uh, relationship experts, uh, athletes, entertainers, comedians. And it's been a lot of fun as I see this brand grow. So then I decided, well, I have some contacts out in L.A. I, developed, I took two years and developed a screenplay adaptation of the novel. That's out getting pitched now and um, trying to get some help with that and um, feel good about it because people like it and it's fun and it was a whole education in terms of how to learn how to do that and now I have a scripted uh, television series and pilot and treatment and um, I just keep building on it now working on the sequel to the to the novel but it's just been you know it's it's been a lot of fun my dream was to write a novel and if even one person bought it I'd be thrilled well you know you you manifest your dreams and then you you don't stop there you just you ask the universe for some help, or you breathe some life into it, and you keep going. And um, you, you, you can be unstoppable if you give yourself a chance. You have to have patience, though, because I've learned that things come to you uh, at the right time for, for each individual. Yeah, that's really absolutely true. We actually have a caller, and I'm not sure if this is Walt calling back in because he got disconnected or someone who has a question or comment, so I'm going to go ahead okay. and take this call. Um, Area code seven six zero. You're on the air. Do you have a question or comment? Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh, is this me? <laughs> oh, you just want to listen? No questions. No oh, comments. Oh no. I actually had a question. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so I was trying to switch my audio source. Um, oh, no, you're fine. Who is this? I. This is Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hi. I had a question about how to um, tell a, a guy about your spiritual side, especially like intuitive gifts, without coming off to like out there or frou-frou or, you know, just from your perspective, from the male perspective. So okay. it's received. That's a great question, Nancy. Um I don't think you necessarily, you know, you have to tell them about that. I think you just have to be who you are, and that spiritual aspect of yourself will come through, and the guy will either acknowledge it or vibe with it or show his spiritual side, or or he won't. And um, if you think that the guy is open to it, but he may not be that comfortable articulating his feelings about you know, that part of his uh, world, if you will, then, uh, you know, you want, might want to engage him a little bit in the conversation lightly about, you know, how do you feel about this or what do you think about that? And uh, take it from there. You, you know, you always have to tread lightly when you're talking about feelings with 
and how guys feel because they're, most guys are invariably petrified that you're going to get into the, the talk. <laughs> and the talk scares a lot of men away. And um, it doesn't have to be that way. And unfortunately, guys are evolving too now. And um, the, there's a lot of guys who, who, who really get it. But if, if, if I don't know the specifics of the individual, but I think you just have to kind of do be who you are and show who you are and see if your guy is receptive to that. And if not, you know, slowly start to engage him in the process and see how he responds. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, definitely. I appreciate that. Thank you. It kind of takes um, takes the load off a little bit. You know, it's Did interesting. You have, uh, is this your boyfriend uh, I, or is this? No, this is actually, um, I've just, I've been dating people and, I have even a male friend who, you know, when I tell him he's there and he's trying to show me, like, I'm here and I'm listening and I care about you and I want to support you, but I just have no clue what you're saying right now. And um, I, I thought it was funny. He was very sweet. And I was just thinking, oh, I'm just maybe going way down a rabbit hole that I don't need to be going down and well, I'm just confusing him. And Maybe maybe you were going a little bit too, you know, you were shooting a little bit, aiming a little over his head if if he responded that way, and you have to kind of dial it back a little bit and, you know, kind of w- crawl before you walk and walk before you run. It sounded like he was um, open to it, but he, he said he didn't understand it. So that means there's an opportunity to uh, have a dialogue about that. You know, it's interesting, you know, with the dynamic between a lot of women, I think, are really getting spiritually tuned in, and not, not maybe not as many men. But I'll tell you, in my, my last relationship, I'm married now, but uh, my last relationship, I started going down for whatever reasons, and, you know, just the way life, life was, I was responding to life, I got involved with Reiki, I got involved with hypnosis, and I started going down of a more spiritual internal path and the person I was with, and she was a terrific, terrific person, terrific woman, that wasn't how she was living her life. That wasn't how she was vibing with it. She didn't judge me or anything like that, but I could see we were starting to go down separate paths. And it's not necessarily a bad thing because usually you end up attracting people who are in the like, a like mind state, if you will, when you start to embark on a spiritual journey. You, you find other people who are thinking in the same way and maybe some other people start to fall off a little bit but it's not a bad thing because life is all about change definitely and and one one other thing is don't don't get him involved in in yoga right away but but maybe meditation is a great way to get in touch with yourself um would you would you also agree with that robert or uh you know it depends i i you know i prefer myself meditation to yoga however yoga is a different form of meditation it's uh, just for physically i think as a guy and as an athlete i the stretching and all of that it's really it's really tough on me i'm a runner and like i got tight hamstrings and all of that so but i meditate twice a day every day i don't do yoga uh you know enough i'm really a beginner and uh, my wife is actually uh She's very high up the yogi food chain. She actually can train. She's certified to train yoga teachers. Um, but, you know, yoga is a form of meditation also. So it's like whatever works, you know, whatever somebody's comfortable with, that's that's the way they should do it. There's many different ways of kind of going inside, and meditation's one and yoga's another, and it, it, it's, it's all up to the individual. Yeah, that's a really 
that's a really great point. Thank you so much, Nancy, for that question. I kind of wanted to add from my um, perspective, I've been in many what I call unconscious relationships where, meaning I'm unconscious. (laughs) Unconscious. Be quiet. I'm going to put you on hold a minute. (laughs) But, you know, I've been in many, you know, many relationships, kind of like, you know, whether it was with family members or like she was talking about a significant other. But um, I've always come out as myself, but we always ended up having these arguments where I would start screaming, you have no idea, which isn't very conscious, but you have no idea who I am. I mean, it's just very difficult, especially I find, and I want to get your take on this, Robert, and Trinity too, but especially in romantic relationships, when you are coming from two totally, whether you want to say opposite or just radically different worldviews, it's very difficult to have a really, uh, like, soul-to-soul relationship. Um, I don't know. I think every in, in, every situation is different. I mean, I'm in a relationship right now where we have a very deep spiritual connection. We can talk about different things that we're going through, and we're on, you know, we're in a different place. Um, and I learn a lot from my wife, and she's a good teacher for me. And I'm sure she learns some things about herself from me. And I have a two-year-old. We have a two-year-old son that I'm learning from him. So, um, but every every relationship is different. I've had relationships that were, you know, driven by sex, yet there was a spirituality uh, about it because there was a mutual respect and love behind it, and even though there was a lot of carnal aspects to it, too, and then other relationships where it was just convenience, almost, where I, I think, personally, I stayed in a couple of relationships too long because of convenience or laziness or whatever, um, but I, I do think it's possible to find uh, somebody who you vibe with from a romantic standpoint, from a sexual standpoint, from an intellectual standpoint, and also from a spiritual standpoint. It's, it's not easy, but the best way to get started is just open yourself up to it. And um, I'm always amazed the more I open myself up to things, then the more I attract them to myself. Hey, Robert, you know, you, you touched upon a couple of things uh, that, that piqued my uh, curiosity and interest. You know, one of the things that I, I look at, because I, too, um, have been in relationship and getting past that first part, that whole um, being attracted to each other, you know, and a, a lot of that even has to do just with the biology, our biology, you know, yep. the feelings of love and all that, it's the same as our light or fight response, it's adrenaline <laughs> that happens, or you see something you love, like a car, and your heart kind of beats, and so at, at the beginning, sometimes we get into it from a very biological way, but to be able to endure, you have to, at some point, transcend to some type of spiritual thing. For me, and I want to ask about you as well, for me, uh, one of the things that, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, go, go con- continue. Okay. For, for me, one of the things that I started to to realize uh, in my relationships is it really it really is about me. It really is about me understanding me, and that other person in, that that is in the relationship with me often because they're so close, they're in our energy all the time. They're always right there. They're they're very much like a mirror, and they bring up those things in us. As we know, those those people in our lives that are really close, they're able to really trigger some of the dick, the the deep uh, maybe fears that we have or, um, you know, any of those type of um, uh, whether it's skeletons in the closet or whatever, everything starts to come up in these intimate relationships. 
Um, and I think that in my case, me finally understanding this really is about me. And that's what I wanted to ask you because uh, you said that you, you got a relationship a lot later in life. Do you feel that part of it had to do with your maturity and you really starting to understand you and then being able to actually kind of face what other things there were for you to deal with? Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, part of it was, well, I... I I, I knew when I, I knew when, when it would happen. I had uh, evolved enough, and I, I I'd been single so long that I remember going home for holidays, and nobody would even ask me when are you getting married. They just kind of forgot about it. So I told my mother one year. I said about six years ago. I said I'm going to get married next year, and she says, "What? With who?" And I'm like, "I don't know, but I just know." I know it's going to happen, and sure enough, I met somebody, and a year later, we got engaged, and a year later, we got married. But the key was um, that 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 led me to the epiphany of what you just mentioned, like you have to know it's about yourself, really, is that after three dates uh, with my, my with my wife, um, I asked her, I said, listen, I'm having a really great time, and I've been in a lot of relationships, and I must I must have made mistakes, so how can I be a good boyfriend? And she said, pay attention. And I said, that's it? And she said, yes. <laughs> and wow. She, and she was right. And uh, I, I'm still reminded on a, on a weekly basis. And I think for a lot of men, um, we don't pay attention uh, at, the same, at the same level of intensity that women pay attention. And maybe sometimes women pay attention and overthink things in relationships, but they're their heart is in the right place, and they just want to be the relationship to be as good as it can possibly be. And men, you know, men are of the ilk that if 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 everything's going fine, they don't say anything. If they have a problem, they'll probably bring up the issue and talk about it, and then they'll move on. You either get the answer you want, or you find a compromise, or you understand what the other per- where the other person's coming from, and then you keep going. Whereas sometimes with uh, with women, I'm just saying this from personal experience, you know, the, the, sometimes a guy will feel like you're kind of going down the rabbit hole too deep on, on some specific issues and you just can't get out of the conversation, just keeps going in circles. And that's why guys a lot of times dread, you know, getting into the, the quote unquote, the, the talk. But to your original question is, yes, I think I, I needed to mature and I needed to realize why I was still single because I was certainly open to having a sustaining relationship and I'd had a blast and I dated a lot of beautiful, wonderful, smart women and had tons of, you know, sex and everything else and it was great. And I could have stayed single my entire life, but I just thought, well, maybe if I do that, I'll be missing something. There is a challenge to just being with one person, and I'm I'm going through it now. It, it, marriage can be challenging. Uh, uh, it's it's beautiful and it and it blossoms, but you know it's also uh, it's it's also it's it's I'm not going to say it's unnatural, but it's it's sometimes it becomes a little bit of work. And uh, you never want a relationship to be work, but you know when you're in a when you're in a, a cohabitation and a marriage and there's bills and a kid and this and that and things happen and health issues and all of that, then then you really get to know the real person and just like going out on a date and having wild sex on a Friday night becomes, you know that's great, but there's a lot more to it than that, and you really want to be with the right person. And I have to say, I waited a long time to get married, and you know what? I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Robert, did you when you when you were dating all those different people, 
um, were you finding, because because of your own spirituality, were you finding it difficult to connect sometimes with these people? And then did you also just keep putting out to the universe that you were ready to finally settle down and have a, a you know, committed relationship with somebody? Um, I think a little, that's a great question. I think a little bit of both. I mean, I was having fun in the relationships I was in that were kind of when I was dating, if you will. I was in a couple of long-term relationships, and they ran their course. And the one I had mentioned earlier where we started going in different directions. But then I dated a lot, and I had a blast. And, um, you know, I would never date somebody who I didn't really like as a person. You know, even if I was super attractive, if you want to just have sex one night or something like that, you know, that's one thing. But to really enjoy, you know, the the intimacy with with a partner, you should really, you know, you're exchanging DNA and stuff there. You should really be interested in them. You should really care, you know, have some type of, I don't know how, you know, I don't have a better word than love, but you should really have feelings for that person instead of just, you know, getting off, if you will. And um, uh, so I was never, I never dated somebody. If I wasn't vibing with them, I really didn't like them. It didn't matter how beautiful they were physically, their beauty, I always needed to see it beyond, you know, the, that that first layer, and um, and even like I always found that I, I have different physical types that I would think about. Yet I kind of rarely ended up dating the type of women who I was just. This is physically, if I could build the perfect woman, this would be her. And um, I usually dated different people. Well, I kind of got the whole package with with my wife, so I, I I lucked out there. And again, you know, marriage is not easy, but it seems to be working out, and we have a beautiful. Uh, and I think because of our connection um, that we had, this magic of creating this beautiful child. Awesome. We're going to take a quick now and let you guys gather your thoughts from all that. Um, Consciousness, dating, marriage, et cetera, advice. And we're going to go uh, ask some, Robert some question about his career and um, some more things about the book. But um, we're going to take, like I said, a quick commercial break, and we'll be back. If you want to join the conversation, you can call in at 
Welcome back to The Secret to Everything. We're with Robert Manny. He's the author of The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, and he does a bunch of other things as well. We are talking about all things love, romance, consciousness, dating, and whatever your questions are. So if you'd like to call in, you can call in at 347-539-5277. Welcome back to the show, Robert. Oh, thanks so much, Dr. Kim, and uh, I'm having a, a blast here, and I'm, I'm really uh, very appreciative to be able to kind of get the word out because, you know, the novel is it's called The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, and the, the key word is it's, it's really about love. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of sex in it. There's a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of business, but ultimately it's really about love. Yeah, and, and that's, that's awesome, because and that's interesting, because usually a man wouldn't necessarily say that. So that's very different and a super important message as well. So if our listeners would like to um, get a hold of you, we mentioned kind of briefly, I think Walt mentioned some ways to get a hold of you, but could you talk maybe about, um, I guess it's your website or your column, which also correlates with the book. Could you tell us a little bit about uh, Sure. That? Well, I have a website. It's very simply Robert Manny, M-A-N-N-I dot com. And then the blog there is called On Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness. So uh, there's about 250 uh, very short, you know, thousand-word blog posts that I've put up over the last couple of years and a lot of interviews and a lot of media appearances and uh, that I've, I've been part of. And there's some videos on there. And um, also you can find me on Facebook, just Robert Manny, author, or if you just want to friend me, Robert Manny, YouTube. Uh, I'm at. I have a channel with uh, some guys, guy videos on there. Um, at Robert Manny, author. Uh, Twitter at Robert Manny, and um, and again, guys, guys radio, which is on Blog Talk Radio and also iTunes, where we've done over 140 uh, weekly podcasts, uh, inter- in- interviewing people in the areas of life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. Um, right now, I'm pitching. Uh, my agent is pitching a nonfiction book for men, uh, and hopefully for women who love men and want to help them. And it's called uh, "The Guy's Guy's Guide to Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness." So I'm expanding the messaging into the nonfiction area, and uh, we'll see what happens to, uh, with that. I'm very excited about it. We have a very good proposal there. And again, as I mentioned, uh, there's the screenplay and the TV and all that kind of stuff. But the easiest places to find me is my website, through social media, or Guys Guys Radio. Awesome. And Robert? Go ahead. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Um, Robert, so if you would like to just encapsulate it in, in one sentence, for somebody who has kind of lived through the gamut, you, you were, from what I understand, you kind of had those more shallow relationships, and now you're going, you, you've moved into this deeper relationship. For men that are out there that, you know, want something deeper and they want to make that transition. Do you have like a just a, a message for them? For men, um, well, I th- I got the real message, which was pay attention. But I also think, you know, the world would be a better place if men and women could be at their best, feel great about who they are, and enjoy life together through mutual understanding and respect. And if you start there, uh, anything's possible. Uh, treat women respectfully. Look at now, for guys, look at now as the best time ever in history to be a man instead of, 
I don't know who I am anymore because guys are, you know, the identity of men is uh, under siege, if you will. But it doesn't have to be that way. They should embrace, I would advise men to embrace the way the world is now, embrace the long overdue recognition and assent of women and uh, roll with it and see it as a really positive thing because women will take a lot of the burden off of you and you can be freed up to be whoever you want to be. I mean, I just, I'm working on a column right now called um, Why Bruce Jenner is a Guy's Guy. And uh, it sounds like, what? Well, you know, being a guy's guy is not just being a, it doesn't mean you have to be a straight guy to be a guy's guy. You can be gay. You can be a woman and be a guy's guy. The ideal is about when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. I was watching the Bruce Jenner interview, when I, you know, to prep myself for writing about him. And this guy was so, I remember him from the Olympics. And he was a real man's man. And he won the decathlon and considered the world's greatest greatest athlete. But he was so self-aware of his issue, of his challenge. Like he said when he started out the interview, I, I think when God made little Bruce, he said, I'm going to give him all these genetic gifts as a man, yet I'm going to give him a woman's soul and see how he handles it. And he's really, he's really breaking new ground. So, you know, this is a time for men to, be, to lead in new different ways and to embrace the change and be in the moment and not have to worry about what life was like for their fathers or in the 50s or in the 60s or any of that stuff. And just be yourself, respect women, and have a blast. Yeah, yeah to get to know I, yourself is to guess we're all doing, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Walt, do you have any final questions for Mr. Manny um, before we go? Yeah, I I, I think that, that, Robert, do you think that there's a um, – an identity crisis for for some men, because with the changing with the changing roles that women have, a lot of women are the breadwinners and they're independent. And I think a lot of men don't know how to ha- how to handle that. Um, and and do you agree with that? <laughs> and and do you think that it's uh, is there is there something that, that men can do to maybe counter that and accept it? Yeah, I think I think you're spot on. Um, I think that um, it, it's a good thing that it, 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 it allows men to evolve and contribute in different ways. Their identity doesn't have to be uh, cemented in being just the breadwinner. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of women are comfortable when men are the breadwinner, of course. Um, and, you know, you don't want the guy to do, to do nothing. However, you know, today's culture is very complicated and you know the unemployment numbers that are out there are not you know they're not giving us the straight the straight answers on that because it only counts uh, new applications new enrollment but you know this is a time where everybody has to kind of relook at their role and learn to adapt and be comfortable with it so you know men have to be open and um, if they're open-minded they can find and let's say they lost their job well they can use that time to work on themselves and ultimately be a lot better person and to and be a better partner because they can focus more on where, who they are and the needs of their partner instead of just being simply a breadwinner and that's it so it's an opportunity even though men are under uh you know an identity crisis like like I said earlier you know some young guys they find themselves halfway between the MMA and manscaping and they're not sure where to go 
Well, I suggest let's look at this as an opportunity. Okay, we actually right. have a question that slipped in uh, right away, so before we let you go, we'll see uh, who this is. Hello, do you have a question or comment? Is this is Denver, are you talking to me? Yes, I am talking to you. Oh, okay. Hey, Kimberly. <laughs> all right. Yes, I do have a comment. First of all, uh, um, what he said about uh, the breadwinner, um, I absolutely um, – I've experienced that myself because I'm in a relationship now where uh, just the um, the woman I'm in a relationship with is just remarkable. And uh, I keep telling her she's going to be a millionaire in the next couple of years. And um, I recognize that. And I had a little struggle with it. But – I kind of don't because I've contributed a lot to supporting and encouraging and inspiring and, and, and constantly lifting her up and reminding her of who she is. So I feel like that is a, a giant contribution. And traditionally, yeah, it would be the men uh, becoming the millionaire and the women doing that for the man. But I see now in this time, too, that it really doesn't matter. It's just well, that's what a partnership is and what a partner does. A partner um, uses their strengths and helps their partner. So um, I agree with that. My comment or my question was, um, what do you call um, respect for other women? Um, Like, is it possible, do you think it's possible um, for, for example, the one night stands and maybe just uh, relationships that are um, a lot about, only about sex. Do you think it's possible in any of those between the two that that is, um, a relationship that is also showing respect towards each other when it's mutually agreed upon? Well, yeah, it's, if it's two consenting adults and they just want to have sex with one another, that's that's their business. You know, a lot of people say, oh, should you have sex on the first date, whether it's a woman or a guy? And, um, you know, my personal rule was always, and I've had sex on the first date, and I've had sex on the eighth date. It's when it's when it's right. Um, just don't pressure and don't force it. You'll know if you're a guy and you're self-aware, you'll know when the woman is ready and the woman will give you some signals and stuff. But if that's what your relationship's about, I mean, I had a relationship prior to my marriage where I used to see this uh, young lady. We got together every weekend for like 18 months and we basically had sex all weekend and we went out to dinner and stuff. And then we had some more sex and stuff and it was great. The, the relationship, it ran its course. It got deeper than just sex, but it was it was built on that. It was mutual respectful. We, we, we didn't talk about it. Hey, we're just having sex. We just pleasured each other and that was a phase and um that that can work as long as the two people are uh, uh honest about it respectful about it and um don't take advantage of the other person you're not using the other person you're you're sharing with the other person but it's to me it's whatever works for the couple it's not up to me to judge you know what what they're doing i would just recommend that you know care for the other person treat the woman you're with the way you treat your best friend, and then 10 times better than that. I love that, Robert. And I think that is like a phenomenal, profound thing in a very simple way. So we are going to let you go on that statement, and um, we will continue to promote your book. It's a wonderful book. I read the whole thing cover to cover, and it's extremely interesting, and we will probably have you back to maybe dig into that a little deeper. I would love it. And and thank you so much, uh, Ralph and uh, Trinity and Dr. Kim. And thank you also, Dr. Kim, for the, you know, the protocol you gave me. I did it for a month, 
And um, maybe we can talk about that separately, but um, I'm really uh, very positive about it, and I wanted to thank you, and thank you all for allowing me to come on the show. Well, thank you, and thank you for uh, your kind comments. Take care. Okay. All right. Bye-bye now. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Wow. And so, Walt, if you're still there, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like how you're laughing. Could you tell everyone how to get a hold of um, us? Um, sure. Well, to reach um, Dr. Kimberly, um, you can go to her website, which is um, KimberlyMcGeorge.com. You can follow her on Twitter for Serene Wellness, or you can go. You can send her an email, support at KimberlyMcGeorge.com. And also, if you would like to uh, visit her blog, you can go to SecretToEverything.WordPress.com. Um, and she's also on Facebook for Kimberly McGeorge and uh, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Um, if you would like to uh, visit me, you can go to uh, my website, which is uh, www.gotspirits.org. Um, I am on uh, Facebook, uh, Walt Leskowski, and I have a like page, which I think I have up to three likes now. <laughs> on uh, on Facebook. Not laughing. That's um, Trinity laughing. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing. moving up. Um, I'm on. Uh, I'm on. Um, what am I on? I'm on Instagram now, which my kids hate. And I, uh, you can follow me. Uh, Coffee in Spirits is my name. And also Ghost Hunter Walt for Twitter. And I believe Trinity is uh, Trinity Houston for Facebook and Trinity Houston for Twitter. And I don't, I'm not sure. I think she has a, a Gmail account, too, if you'd like to get a hold of her, which is, I think it's yeah. trinityhouston at gmail.com. Is that correct, Trinity? It's actually Trinity M. Houston. Apparently, there's oh. one more of me out there. Oh, uh, somebody beat you <laughs> to oh, it. I don't know if the world can handle that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to say one thing before we wrap up. Um, the what. Uh, Mr. Manny, Robert Manny was referring to when he was talking about when he was thanking me really briefly at the end of that was uh, he was referring to a body scan that I ran on him and we discovered some really interesting things. Actually, what I discovered was some things he already knew about that uh, you know he it was it was really cool. So we were just working on some of those things for a month. So that's what he was referring to, and that's available on my website in case everybody anyone was curious to what the heck are they talking about? It's kind of like secret code, so it's really not secret. It's on my website, Kimberly McGeorge. Com. So thank you all for listening. It was um, a very enlightening show. I think we're going to have to change the rating on this one. But um, <laughs> it was um, absolutely marvelous to go a different direction. We are going to be having a wide variety of different guests. And um, I'm really excited about the direction the radio show is going. We're going to have Mr. Spencer Hughes, who used to be a Fox Radio. He is going to do our intro and outro. So we're going to, uh, I believe Mr. Denver Harris is going to help us with some production. So we're really going to hold together a phenomenal, um, quality, interesting, entertaining show for you. As always, right, well, right, Trinity? That's right. <laughs> yeah, and Dr. But, Kim, I don't want people to forget about your about your course, that they have a, a this is the last chance to get into there, so. Yeah. It is. It's the last chance. If you're interested, it's a different price on my website. I am offering a $50 last-minute discount on tonight's the night. At midnight, um, my daughter will absolutely drive to North Carolina and murder me in my sleep if I allow anybody else in. 
So, because um, we are very, very busy taking care of um, all amazing people in it, like Trinity. And I'm not speaking to Walt because Walt did not join, but we'll discuss that another time. So, much love, mm. all of you. Have an amazing week. Thank you for like, thank you, Walt. Thank you, Trinity, and thank you to all our callers, um, Denver and who was who was it, Nancy? Denver and Nancy, um, who came on yes. the air. So, um, much love to you all, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. The views expressed on The Secret to Everything are not necessarily those of the host, the co-host, or our guest. All medical information given is for informational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose any disease or condition. Please see your medical doctor or qualified health practitioner if you have any further questions. And as always, thank you for listening. Every Wednesday night, you can send on 7 to 8 p.m. on Block Radio.